0: and welcome to Journal Sessions on the Bold Love Podcast with Pastor Bob Roberts, Jr. Journal Sessions is a brand new format. That's a weekly 10 to 20 minute podcast that features things that are on Pastor Bob's mind. Uh, he'll share detailed lessons that he's learned. It's like a look inside his journal on the things that he is thinking deeply about and praying deeply about, and then sharing what he's discovered. It's like a leadership slash mentor slash deep thinking podcast that we hope will be of great value as you look. Listen. So just think of Journal Sessions as an expansion from a very insightful tweet thread from Bob on topics of interest. Uh, but don't worry, we'll continue to post our normal format of interviews uh, with well-known bridge builders and peacemakers, and really just helping listeners learn how to better love their neighbor as we go. In today's episode of Journal Sessions, Pastor Bob talks about the most radical thing that Jesus ever commanded us to do. Love your enemies. Take a listen.
1: The most radical thing that Jesus asked you to do was love everybody. Now, it doesn't sound that radical because we love God, we love our neighbor, we love our family, we love our church, we love our friends, but Jesus said everybody does that. Love your enemies. That's radical. In other words, we ought to love them all. You know, that's the most radical thing that Jesus ever said love your enemies. It's so radical that if you were to do it, did you know that it would literally reprogram your mind? Because you would have to think about people different. You would have to think about how you respond to them. It's everything. I grew up in deep east Texas, a very conservative, fundamentalist, Baptist background. And and I loved God and I loved Christians and, and I loved people because they needed Jesus and they were going to hell. But I didn't love them for who they were. I didn't see them as created in the image of God, that God loved them as they were. I saw them as sinners in need of a Savior. And I think everybody needs Jesus as a Savior. Don't be confused what I'm saying. All I'm saying is God loves you exactly as you are right now. Does he see more for you? You bet. Does he want you to walk closer to him? Yes, but he loves us. As a matter of fact, if you follow God, he's not going to love you more because you follow him. He loves you because he's your father and you're his child. You love your children regardless of what they've done. How do you love them all is interesting to me. I have a very close friend. His name is Imam Majid. He has a little mega mosque of 30,000 people, multiple locations. And he has a Bible that I gave him, and I've written prayers in that Bible, and I've underlined Bible verses. And sometimes he'll text me those verses, and he'll text me something he's reading in the Bible. And Just a few minutes ago, he texted me, he said, Bob, this is really good. Listen to what it says. Romans 13, 8, says, Owe no one anything except to love each other, for the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. For the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet. Any other commandment are summed up in this word. You will love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. He said, that's good, isn't it, Bob? I said, imagine it's real good. What does it mean to love people deeply? I I think I think there's some reasons why we don't love. I think there are some people that we fear. I grew up petrified of communists, petrified of Vietnam. I had to sign up for the registry to, to be a soldier. Uh, but gratefully, the Vietnam war, war stopped before I had to go. Sometimes we fear certain people. I remember the first time I went to Vietnam in 1995, sitting on the tarmac, of that airport were used to have American soldiers where their bodies would be stacked up and jets would come in and out. And I gotta be honest, I didn't feel love towards the Vietnamese. And I knew all about the 58,000 American soldiers that were lost, but I didn't know that between two and three million Vietnamese had died in that war, many of them civilians. I was afraid of the communists. I was afraid of the Vietnamese. And then the door opened for me to begin to work with Muslims. I was really scared of Muslims. I mean, I feared them. Would they want to cut my head off? And then I discovered over time that working with Muslims and communists got me in more trouble with extremists, but not Muslim extremists, but white extremists. I'm more afraid of my own tribe than I was somebody else's tribe. So a lot of times we don't love people because we fear them. Other times we don't love people because they're competitors. Yeah, that's that group that we've got to be better than them. We've got to outdo them. Can't be friends with them. Don't talk to the enemy. They're competitors. And, yeah, I'm not one of these guys who thinks give every little kid a trophy. We need to learn about winning and losing. It's okay. We'll survive. Hey, I played a football team that we had three and seven, and we were excited. We called that a winning season. So it's not all bad that we learn to relate to our competitors, and we want to win, But we don't need to hate them. And then there are people that we hate. We legitimately hate. They wounded us. They hurt us. They did something really bad to us. Or worse, they did something to someone we love. That hate that we have because we've been hurted or we fear that they'll mistreat us or do something bad to us. Then there's others that we don't like because they're just different. They're not like us. Maybe they have a different race, and we don't understand that, or, or they come from a different culture, or they have a different sexual orientation. It doesn't matter. They're just different from us, and so we don't like them. Those are the very people, Jesus says, we ought to love like nobody's business. Those that we fear, those that we compete against, those that we hate, those that are different. Let me tell you some things that are important about this. Number one, you were not given the option to love. Jesus didn't say try to love or love some or love as many as you can. He said, no, love them all. That's a hard commandment. I mean, I got to be honest with you. There's some people that are easy to love and others that are hard. And and there's some that are just near impossible to love. But here's the second thing I'd say to you. To love other people is going to change you more than it changes them. To love somebody else, something has to first happen inside of you. Let that sink in. See, you're going to love them not because they're going to agree with you, change. You're going to love them because Jesus told you to love them. It's going to change you. How do you love somebody who's never going to agree with you? I love Majid. I believe Jesus is God. He does not. What do you do with that? I disagree with him. I'm going to love him. You know, I'll never forget the first time I realized that I loved a non-Christian as much as I loved a Christian. My first response was, "Man, if I've done something wrong, is is Jesus upset with me?" It's like the Holy Spirit said, Bob, for the first time in your life, you've loved like Jesus. To love someone doesn't mean that you agree with them or that what they did was right at all. It just means that you have a responsibility to love them. You know. I learned to love Muslims and communists and and, uh, Yankees and liberals and and everyone else. But the hardest person for me to love was someone who wounded some people that I love deeply, deeply wounded them. And and I had a hard time loving that person. And I would pray for that person every day. And I still do for different reasons. I pray for that person. And, And do you know what I realized for me? That is the person that I have to love, that I would consider my enemy because of the pain and things that they brought into people that I love, their life. But I don't have an option on loving that person. I've got to love them, pray for them, encourage them. Don't have to agree with them. Can challenge them along the way. But nonetheless, you 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 love a person not because they're going to agree with you, but because God told you to. And then here's something else I would say. Find good things to say about everybody. You know, there's something good about everyone. I I was once going to Mongolia, and I've always been fascinated by Genghis Khan. So I read the Jack Weatherford biography about Genghis Khan with some others. And as I was reading that book, I began to think, wow, look at what Genghis Khan did. I I know he was violent. He was tough. But there were several things that he did that made him the world leader that he was. And all of a sudden, I began to think, what if you were to take the principles of Genghis Khan and apply them to the Great Commission, minus the violence? So I came up with this talk of if I were a Mongolian Christian, lessons from Genghis Khan that I could take in fulfilling the Great Commission. So I wound up, I wrote that on a plane as I was reading the biography. So I literally gave that talk. You could just feel those pastors in Mongolia, their chests just swell up because Genghis Khan was theirs. You ought to be able to find something in every culture to celebrate. There's nobility in every culture. Next, if you're you're going to love them all, you've got to lead with love. They've got to feel that you care about them. Listen, they'll know if you don't. And you can mask your face and pretend it. You can't mask your heart. Sometimes when I'm going to people that I'm afraid of or I'm nervous about, I don't know if they want to do something bad to me, and I'm really fearful about it, and and I, I don't know, I don't trust them, I don't know what's coming down, I begin to pray, Jesus. Help me to love these people just like you love them. You went to the cross for Bob Roberts, who's a sinner. Bob Roberts, who hadn't kept his word. Bob Roberts, who's committed lots of sin. Help me to love them the way that you love me. So if you lead with love, you can smile at people. You can embrace them. You can look at them. You can talk to them. Guys, let me tell you something. We don't lead people by condemning them and shaming them. Do you know what they found out about working in places of religious freedom? Shame doesn't work. It only makes people more resolve in their religious persecution. But if you can challenge them along the way, so lead with love. Where do you start loving someone? Where do you start? Here's where you start. Who's the person? You're most afraid of being seen with in public. Let that sink in. Those are the people that you need to build a relationship with. Here's one good news about this. Once you love someone that you fear or you're uncomfortable with or you view as not in your tribe at all or somebody that you hate, you'll be able to love a whole lot of other people a whole lot easier that are different and that frighten you there's something about that first person that you love that you hate that when you really love them it it tears down this wall in your heart once and for all and you start loving other people that you were afraid of a lot easier it's just that first person that first group jesus meant it when he said love your enemies because he knew that if we loved our enemies, they wouldn't stay our enemies.
0: Thank you so much for joining us for journal sessions with Pastor Bob Roberts Jr. on the Bold Love Podcast. If you were impacted by this conversation, we would like to ask a favor. First, if you found this episode impactful, please share it on social media and recommend it to a friend. Second, like most podcasts, we are able to make these impactful conversations happen with support from partnering organizations and individuals like you. If you felt led to support these type of conversations, you can do so now and give at support.boldlovepodcast podcast.com whether it's a single gift or a monthly donation we are so thankful for you for more information on this podcast show notes and any other references you can go to boldlovepodcast.com to get all the information there we appreciate you joining us and remember on the bold love podcast we encourage you to live out your faith boldly learn how to better love your neighbor and learn how to relate to others despite your differences without compromising your faith see you next time